Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. So hello and welcome to the Leverage to Scale podcast. I am your host, Katie Priest. I'm here with Ryan Cote. And Ryan, can you go ahead and tell us about your business and who you are and what you do? Absolutely, Katie. Thanks for having me. Um, so yeah, my name is Ryan Cote. Uh, the company that I run with my two brothers and my uncle is called Ballantyne. Um, actually goes back to the mid 60s, 66 to be exact. My great uncle started it then. Um, and you know, fast forward to today, it's myself, my two brothers and my uncle, like I mentioned, my cousin works there. We've got about 18 people in the company overall. So they're not all Cotes, but, um, but yeah, going back 55 years, we do direct in terms of what we do. We do, we started out doing direct mail and we still do a lot of direct mail. Um, and now we have a full digital marketing team as well. So we do direct mail and digital marketing on the direct mail side. It's large companies that do a lot of mail that need help on the digital side. It's small businesses, usually manufacturers, contractors, industrial companies. So that's, that's uh, it's Valentine. Awesome. So it is a family business, but what's the reason that you got into the business? And obviously um, at some point, you know, you guys pivoted to, to match, you know, you've been around for so long, you have to keep, adapting to new things. So why did you get into it? You know, so I I had, I went to school for marketing. I had two jobs outside of Valentine. So I didn't go, I didn't, I didn't, I honestly did not have any plans of going into the family business. Um, But I knew I wanted to do marketing. So I had two jobs outside of one in the city and one in New New Jersey. And they were both in like the direct mail space, believe it or not. They're, They're at what's called mailing list companies where companies would come to us to rent their mailing list. Um, and so I was kind of like on the outskirts of what Valentine does. Um, and then when my brother joined in like 2003, my middle brother, that's, I think when the seed was planted, I was like, you know, it might be cool to work with him, my uncle, my dad. Um, and that's kind of when I started thinking about, you know, working for the family business. And so I, um, I approached them and we just worked out a position and, um, 16, was it 17 years later? Here I am. <laughs> awesome. So what motivates you to keep doing this every day? So you mentioned you got a degree in marketing, and I'm also assuming you probably have worked with the digital marketing now. So what motivates you to keep doing that every day? Uh, I like what I do. I mean, so I'm on the digital side now. I mostly do sales and then marketing, things like this, um, strategy a little bit, working with the team. I, I like having a sort of like a hybrid role where every day is a little bit different. And I think that's part of what I like. Every day is literally different. Um, I don't think I could do the same thing every day. I mean, it's just not for me. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but for me, it's not, it doesn't get me going. I'll begin to like personal development and self growth. And so like for me, sales, that's a lot of that is, you know, back in like 2017, the digital side of the business went through a little bit turbulent times where we were losing a lot of bigger clients <clears throat> to the point where it was actually kind of scary because uh, it just kind of felt like everything was coming down on us. And that's when I started to really get into personal development because I was like, something's not right here. Um, if I'm going to be a good leader, a good salesperson, I need to 
put some practices in for myself. And so that kind of set me down the personal development space and um, it's a big part of my life now. And I, it kind of weaves into Ballantyne, into sales, into trying to help a new, cl- trying to get new clients and help them with their digital marketing. And that all that adds up to, you know, what I like about my day and Ballantyne. Okay. Wow. So um, you kind of just touched on my next question, which is you went through a hard time in growing the business and it's kind of how you have adopted now to what you're doing today. But what were some of the hard and challenging moments for you in this business and growing it and, you know, scaling it? What were some of those things that you kind of ran into and how did you overcome them? Yeah. So like, even though Valentine's been around for 55 years, the, the digital side, it's very new. It's only five years. <clears throat> and that's been my main responsibility. I'm not by myself. I'm going to say I'm like the sole person growing it. My youngest brother, Scott's a big part of it. Um, cause Matt, and my uncle are on the direct mail side. So it is a startup within a bigger company and we're still going through challenges. I wouldn't say we have it all figured out. We've been growing every year and I feel like we're more dialed in every year, the team, everything, the processes. I think the biggest thing is it, like kind of like what I alluded to before is getting crystal clear on who we help best back in 2017 when everything started going crazy, we just kind <clears> of, <throat> we were taking on anything. I mean, not anything, but it, it was like, we didn't really have like a clear focus on who we wanted to help. And when things weren't going well, we took a step back and we said, well, who, like what services do we offer the best? Who are they the best for? Who do we like working with? And getting crystal clear on that, that did make a big difference. I know that's advice everyone gives, but you know, I lived through it. I lived it and it actually does make a big difference. Once you're working within your like zone of genius and who you help best, it becomes a lot easier to do sales, to execute on the work. The relationship with the clients is a lot easier. It just may, it just affects everything. Um, and then I would also say, you know, for, for the first 10 years of Valentine, I was by myself. I was director of marketing. That was really just me. So, um, and then having a team, that's a whole slew of things I just wasn't used to, like getting trying to get the culture right, um, how to hire. Um, once you have people on the team, how to keep them motivated, how to be a good leader for them, which I think is like an ongoing journey. Um, so all those things I, just was, I wasn't used to having to work with, you know, because I was by myself. And so those are things that I've been working through the last five years. Right. And so, you know, you're working through them, but, um, and you, you overcome them. And so what were some of those teaching moments for you, for your business? Um, besides being crystal clear on who you help best, I would say it, it putting the team first, you know, I know every, like people that are listening, you might not have like a client focused business. Um, but, and the client is important. The client you know, the client's needs do need to be priority, but to me, it really is the team because the team is going to take care of the clients. So if you put the team first, the clients are taken care of. If you hire the right people with the right attitude, the clients are taken care of. So while the clients are definitely you need to make sure they're happy, you're doing the best you can for them. For me, I, I for me, it's been like, you know, the team first, trying to make sure that they're happy and, and um, we're doing things for them, giving them the proper training. We do professional training every month. We know we're in COVID now, so we don't, we're all remote. This is my home office here used to be my kid's playroom, which I took over, but, um, you know, we used to do like monthly lunches and just, uh, just trying to make sure that, that they know that we care about them and the direction of their career. Right. And so you mentioned COVID and, um, that's been an interesting point of adaptation 
and like kind of really maneuvering businesses to still work in a kind of different environment. And so over this past year, is there anything that you would have like redone or changed about how your business ran? Um, hmm. I don't think I would change anything. So we have a clear focus. Um, we've got a good team. You know, we're constantly refining our processes, like how we onboard clients once they're a client, how we communicate with them. Um, and so we've made some some tweaks there. Like, for example, like just to get, make it more tangible, one change we made recently, like the last six months, is we started doing quarterly reviews for clients. Like, or here's not that we don't look at it on a regular basis, but doing deep dives every three months, we're looking at what we do for them. And we come to them with a written document and says, um, you know, here's what's working, here's what's not, here's what we recommend doing. So for us, it's been not not that I would change anything, but for us, it's always looking at the processes that we have for clients and for the team, um, and what can we do better. We just rolled out a career career path, or about to actually roll out a career path in like two weeks as we record this for the team. So they have like a clear direction as to how their career could advance. That was something that was really important and it's hard for as a small company, but we've, we, we think we figured it out. So for us, it's not what I would change, but it's more like, all right, what more, what more, what, what other refi- refinements do we need to make to our processes, either with the team or the client that we haven't thought of yet. Right. And so talking about a team, obviously you're a leader in some sense of that, you know, you're the director of marketing still, right. And, um, so my question is, what kind of leadership have you develop, developed and processes that you've developed that's helped your business or just your branch like grow and expand? I would say, <clears throat> okay, so I, I'll answer um, for me and then for the team. For me, I'm, big, I'm a big crazy person with morning routines. I've got an hour-long morning routine that I follow every single morning. Not that I do it every – well – I've done it for the last two months straight. I'm very proud of that. Last two months straight. I haven't missed a day, even on the weekends. Um, It's a little bit of a hiccup during COVID in the beginning, but I got myself back on track. So I start off every morning with, um, you know, brain training, like brain games, meditation, journaling, reading, things like exercise, things like that. I feel like if I nail that in the first hour of the day, the rest of the day is much better for me. And I feel like since I communicate with the team a lot, I'm just a better person for them as well. Um, and I try to instill that in the team as well. Like I send out a weekly email to to the whole digital team because that's you know, um, you know that's my one of my responsibilities at Valentine. And so every week I send out a uh, a newsletter to the team, wins, things that are happening, just like personal stuff too, like movies I saw that I thought were really good. And then also I always try to sprinkle in like personal development. Um, and then the, the training that I mentioned before that's been a big part for them as well. So. We actually have our next training on August 19th. We're going to have a a leadership coach come in who's actually a client of ours too. And he's going to do an hour long training on like leading yourself, leading clients. And we might make that a a monthly thing. So I think it's investing in them. You know, I I like to think that the team invests in their own careers on their downtime, but I also like to be proactive and give them monthly trainings to make sure that, that we're feeding into them like advice and things that they might need to know. Right. Yeah. I think that's really cool. It's still helping your team be like, you know, let's help you grow in every aspect. Um, So in talking about your business and growth, where do you see it going in the next three to five years? Oh boy. That's a good question. I need like two seconds to think on that. Um, (laughs) So we are very certain 
on the, we are very certain on the people that we're helping now. I mentioned contractors, uh, industrial companies, manufacturers. So we are just right now laser beam focused on the digital side. I'm only speaking about we're laser beam focused on, um, on going after those clients and getting help, trying to help as many of them as possible. And so I think three or five years we're going to have, we have already have a pretty large client base in that air in those areas, but it's going to be much bigger. Uh, I'd like to think we're going to have a few more services. We're going to have a bigger team. I would, if you had asked me this question six months ago, I would have said, we're going to be in a newer, a bigger office space. We were thinking of like an industrial setting, but now with remote working, that might be a permanent thing. I'm not really sure. Um, what else? I also like to see if we could just think of like additional revenue streams for Ballantyne. Maybe not client work, but maybe we acquire a business and then we put our digital marketing strategies to work for that business that we buy. Um, so just like you know, other diff- other different types of revenue streams. Those are those are the things we're looking at. Okay. And so coming back to 2020, you know, we're half, we're done. We're almost, we're already past halfway through the year. We're already halfway through August. (laughs) It's going by pretty quick. So we're now on the 2021. What does success look like? And what are your goals for 2021? Well, obviously this year has been challenging. Um, We're in a much better spot now. You know, we're fortunate that we can all work remote very easily. Even the direct mail side, which we thought, because it's so paper heavy, we thought we were going to have a problem with that. But we actually, the team took it in strides and we came up with more systems and more processes to make them be able to work from home. The digital team, I just need you know a phone and computer and we're fine. Um, so the first thing is, I don't want to say like survive 2020 because that is like very negative and that's just not I don't think, right. good advice. But you know, there's an element of that, of course, right? Um, and so I think I want to get to the end of this year where we're still getting we're still getting clients like we are now. We 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 got a new client last week. Um, the direct mail business is fully back, um, and a win for us would be, you know, just a bigger client base. The direct mail side is back to rocking and rolling. A lot of our business is cruise ships and so travel. So obviously mm-hmm. that's taking a hit right now. Right. Um, and I would say another team member would be cool if we had another team member by Q one of twenty twenty one. That be that'd be a win as well. Uh, we just hired someone on the social media content side. Uh, she's working out great. Just a couple weeks in, very happy. So I'd like to add more to the team. Awesome. So as we're nearing the end of our interview, and we've heard a lot about your business, what you do, how you've grown, um, we want to ask you, what can our listeners and our community do to help you reach those goals? Um, I, I, I know I... I do these podcast interviews. I like just talking to people like you and just talking about marketing and business. Um, I also like to connect with people. So I guess the one thing would be just to, I guess, share this episode if, if they found it helpful. Um, and then also connect with me on LinkedIn. So it's Ryan Cote, C-O-T-E. Um, if you want to visit our website, it's ballantine.com. Uh, that'd be the best thing. Connect with me on LinkedIn, say hello and share oh. the episode. Oh, that'd be awesome. Well, thank you again, Ryan. It was wonderful talking to you today about your business and how you've grown. It was just a great time chatting with you. Thanks, Katie. much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash 
guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.